how many people were on that station? There was probably like a million people on the crapper before they blew up. Yep. Imagine that the, the last That's moment. what blew it up. Everyone flushed at once. And don't fl everybody flushed the refresher at the same time on the Death Star, and that's how it blew yep. up. Incoming transmission from an unknown source. It seems to be urgent. Patching them through. They're calling themselves the Holonet Marauders. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hunter Murders podcast. <laughs> um, we got a great show today, and why? And um, we're doing a Q and A. Uh, I like to eat submarines, <laughs> and uh, there's always a bigger fish. There's always a bigger fish, and I seem to be the smallest, smallest fish. So. Uh, enjoy enjoy the Q and A. I gotta go. Wow, so that was good. What a was start! Good. What a start. I'm AJ. Start? That was that was Gooby, Goober, Gooby, um, I like Gooby, Gooby the Goober, and I'm joined here as always with my bombad pals and my bombad fish that Jamie got me for my birthday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm joined here by Jamie and Matt, my bombad pals. How's it? Hello. How's it going? Hello, it's going well. The, our, my recent acquisition as well has been R6, which this yes. little astromech, uh, which is at the Disney parks, but they released it online as well. And I'm so excited to have her. So it's the it's really R6, like W1CH, but R6, which here she That's is. Great. That's I awesome. like the little background on her, too. Like yeah, the, the whole like uh, it's a backstory. It's a droid that was on Mustafar helping the witches. So therefore, this no, no, no. droid is also a witch. Wasn't it Dothamir? This droid was on Dothamir helping the witches, <laughs> and therefore she is also a there witch. Go. There you go. She's a witch. But yeah, her, that's her probably the best. Off. But her hat is no. they, uh, they do a Halloween droid every year in the three and three quarter inch uh, style. And that's the best one yet because it has a literal, literal witch's hat. Last yeah. year, it just was like an orange BB unit. It's like a pumpkin, yeah. I guess. But. The only other um smaller one I have from like the droid factory at Galaxy's Edge is the CB23 because like obviously she's my girl and I had to get her. But um very there cute. you go. I'm there. And the packaging is pretty sweet, but that's elsewhere. Um it's but yeah, the other room. We're doing a QA today. Questions. We're doing a QA today. And answers. <laughs> It's uh, right. it's it's gonna seem like a uh, slides night in which I made a slideshow of all these questions. And the guys kind of know what the questions are. I unfortunately know what all the questions are because I put this slideshow together. But <laughs> it is going to be pretty fresh for both of them. But yeah, we're super excited to actually do a Q&A because these are questions from listeners and watchers so far. Viewers, I am the watcher. Um, all right, let's kick it off with uh, yeah. from Sithy Minutes. Uh, what is the weirdest thing that you think an Imperial was doing on the Death Star right before Luke blew it up? Who goes first? All I can think of is the family guy thing of like the two stormtroopers talking to each other. And they're like, I think it's another drill. And yeah. like, I, I'm not going to go into detail, <laughs> mm -mm. but there was no way. I'm going to go with the obvious. <laughs> what was the question? What's the weirdest thing? I'm going to go with the what obvious the thing, that, thing. The obvious thing that comes to mind is just on the crapper, on the, crap, on the yeah. toilet, wow, on the good. refresher, <laughs> I should say. There you I'll go. probably I'll probably say, okay, so in in the uh, from a certain point of view, 
uh, a New Hope story. There's actually a story where Tarkin is about to like hook up with one of the stormtroopers, <laughs> and he tells the stormtrooper to wait in his quarters oh, until after one. they blow up Yavin. So there's a stormtrooper probably in bed, candles lit, ready to go, <laughs> right before the Death Star explodes. Uh, so I'm probably going to say that's the weirdest thing a stormtrooper or any Imperial was doing before they blew up the Death Star. I'd say that. Okay. Yeah. That's not an original thought. But it could be an original thought because the, the from a certain point of view, are subjectively canon. Sure. Whatever. We'll what, are those, um, what are those books called where it shows like not even just the Star Wars ones, but they show like vehicles um and you can see the cross inside. sections. Cross, the cross sections. sections. So I remember my friend Rohan and I, who I have talked about on consecutive episodes here, intern Rohan. He said he listened to the Rogue One one today. So shout out Rogue to him. One. He's writing his letter of uh rebuttal, I guess, because I called him out for not knowing when anything takes place. But anyways. Uh -oh. Him and I would look at the cross-section books in like his basement and not even Star Wars ones. They were just like real life planes, ships and whatever, planes, trains and automobiles. Uh, and there would always be like a guy on the toilet on like a cruise ship or like something <laughs> like that. And that's all I can think of with the Death Star. You got to put in that humor where it counts. <laughs> exactly. There was How many people were on that station? There was probably like a million people on the crapper before they blew up. Yep. Imagine that's the, the last That's moment. what blew it up. Everyone flushed at once. And don't fl everybody flushed the refresher at the same time on the Death Star, and that's how it blew yeah. up. The well, atomic that's flush. What <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say happened. That's my head cannon. Yeah. Wow. I would say probably the weirdest thing that was happening was um on the Death Star before it blew up was someone was cleaning and they got chemicals in their eyes, and then they were trying to clear out those chemicals from their eyes and then all of a sudden the death star blew up and so then they just died <laughs> what a specific... get morbid really quick <laughs> what a specific thing wow i can't see I really like that. yeah so it's just like i can't see my last moments of my life and He's... i can't see anything and then they just he has, died like, a spray bottle of like clorox but he sprays it and goes in his eyes it's the wrong way <laughs> the nozzle was on wrong he's like oh no trying to <laughs> it watch jammed. it out and then he blew up jammed <laughs> there you jammed. go yeah, um only That's one sad. person uses jam like this. Okay. Okay. Next one. Next one. Um, I can't read that. That's too far away. What Star Wars critter or creature would you gift to your co-hosts? Ooh. Hmm. Well, I one think of us is I gonna say Porg. I wasn't gonna say go pork. I was gonna say gorg. <laughs> I'd give Jamie a gorg, like a real okay. gorg. I would love yeah. a Gorg. I think that's probably the best. And I'll name it Bobby. Bobby. Bobby's Bobby over there. in real life. AJ, is Bobby still downstairs? Yeah, he's, I can see him from here. He's looking Bo at me. Bobby is, yeah. that's all he does. He just looks for the big, <laughs> the big eyes. Um, you know what I'm going to gift? Hey. Ooh. <laughs> to who? To who? Uh, you. I don't have Matt. a big enough fish tank for that. Well, you're gonna. I have a ten gallon. Size. He starts at this size. How about oh, okay. that? Okay. Okay. Is it like a goldfish situation? Except that's not even yeah. true because goldfish eventually do outgrow their tanks. I'll just. I, you so, know what? I'll figure it out. Someone on Naboo flushed this down the toilet a uh, long geez. time ago. Poor, poor guy. <laughs> for for our audio listeners, I'm holding up the uh, the Opie sea, uh, sea killer. killer. 
Yeah. There he is. Yeah. Which I always call the goober fish, which I don't think is technically correct, but I don't know. No, I think Jar Jar is looking at something else when he goes, oh, big goober fish. Big goober fish. <laughs> there it is. I would hmm. gift um, Matt a puffer pig, first of oh, all. Oh, yes. One puffer pig. And I would gift gifted AJ a, 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 um, I would think, I think I would gift AJ a Fabier, you know, the, the big, oh, wow. like horse, like things from the oh, last Jedi. Yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. I think that they would just be like really relaxing and just like fun to like have like that little transportation and whatnot. It'd be a, be a good animal for you to watch. All right. Yeah, I think so. So I guess I'd go think if, if we're all doing two gifts, then I'll oh, yeah, give each AJ person. I'll gift AJ a Dianoga. I know he really wants one. I know he no. loves one. <laughs> and now you have to take care of it because I gifted it to you. So it's all yours. Have fun. Talk about being flushed on the toilet. In Shadows of the Empire, there's a hundred of those things in the sewer. So. Do you think a Dianoga is easy to flush down the toilet? Definitely not. When it's small. When it's a baby. When it's an egg or something. It's got tentacles. It'll, it'll latch on. It'll live in your toilet for the rest Ooh. of your life. It just Yikes. pops up. Now we're back on the toilets. Maybe that's how the Dianoga got into the trash chute in the Death Star. Again, someone flushed it down the toilet. We're, we're going back to the Death Star toilets. This is this is the most important topic tonight. And then I guess Can we I bring would... all seventeen questions back to the Death Star toilets. Let's we could do it. Maybe I would gift I would gift Jamie um, either a Porg or the Crystal Foxes from Crate. Ooh, One of those. I love those. The so. Vulpix Vulpixes. I love them. Vul Vulptex. Vulptex. Vulpix yeah. is a Pokemon. Uh, yeah, it's it's very similar. It's off by like one letter. Um, yeah, no Gondarks. Something. Oh, no Gondarks. Nobody's Gondarks. gifting anyone a Gondark. Recently, I'm someone pulling the ears off a Gondark. I'm glad we had that picture. Ready I'm glad go. that you picked Dianoga, Matt, because recently someone called me on social media a Duncan Dianoga. Oh, that's great. <laughs> a a picture's on Twitter Dianoga. that I made about it. It's a Dianoga <laughs> eye coming out of a Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Oh, I thought that was it. It was going to be a Dianoga popping up, but it was going to be Jamie's head. Oh. <laughs> You got to do that. that now, so. All right. Oh, well, we got to do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's switch total gears here. Uh, so we got a couple of High Republic questions, actually. Ooh. So these are both um, from Deba Banana. Uh, overall thoughts on Wave 3 covers and reveals. What do you think is going to happen in these stories for the High Republic? And then additionally, how long do you think the main High Republic comic will go on for? And what do you think Keeve's story will be mainly told through? So I guess let's chat about the wave three reveals first for the high republic which we already knew about but yeah. matt forgot about but i'm a i'm a big <laughs> doofus i don't know why i keep forgetting things they just like leave my brain and don't and never come back because you guys that you didn't remember it you guys showed me the what is it the what is it called i so i the storm so they revealed storm. wave this final wave wave three not final but final wave wave of phase one yeah um, at San Diego Comic-Con at home, right? And so then they just revealed all the covers. So we're, we're sharing the photos with Matt, and Matt's like, wait, this is happening? <laughs> what? I was like losing my mind at work, and then they were like, Matt, we, we've known I about this up, forever. You were freaking out about it. I pulled up an old podcast clip of you talking about it. An old podcast clip, and I was like, what? <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah, it's it okay. Happens I, I'm really... I'd like, though. I'm looking forward to it. Like I'm, I'm nervous about a fallen star because that's uh, very obviously something is going to happen to Starlight Beacon. Um, really yeah. worried it's going to get like blown up. I'm hoping. Well, you know what happens. I'm hopefully it's just going to get like disabled. Of all course Jedi, it is. All the Jedi flush the toilet all at the same time. Oh no, on Starlight Beacon! No, <laughs> guys, don't do it. Don't do it. 
<laughs> oh no! Oh no! Or maybe the Nihil know that 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 works somehow, That's and it. they all like, every, all right, all right. Uh, I almost said uh, Panada, but you know, uh, <laughs> that is a Nihil plot. The plot to destroy Starlight Beacon is flushing all of the toilets at once, and the Nihil know about it. I want. You That's how to they're gonna win. <laughs> and flush all the toilets. I can't. I can't do a very good uh, Marshion. I tried. I tried. It's good. It's close. Um, uh, part two, additionally, is how long do we think that the main High Republic comic will run, or how long it will go for? I think, um, I think that it is at the all moment. Three phases. All, all three I agree. Phases. All, um, one, two, three. <laughs> I agree. I can. Well, it depends. It depends on how we look at it, because I know, like, people count the 2015 Star Wars run and the 2020 Star Wars run different runs. You know, cause right? Because they are. You know, mm. the 2015 run ended, are they and the 2021 kicked off. Yes, they're both on my essential canon list, but okay, only okay. one is in bold, and that's the 2015 one, Skywalker Strikes, where Darth Vader sends Boba Fett to learn of Luke Skywalker's real name, and that's when he learns about his son. Anyway. And that's Gold Jacket Luke. That is Gold Jacket Luke. So, Jacket with Luke. the High Republic, though, I yes. think I guess to point out for comics, um, there is like the this year, it's been the main High Republic run, and then High Republic Adventures, and then in the next couple weeks, we're getting the the mystery one. I forget what it's called already. I or do no, too. the noir one? We, yeah. Yeah, the noir one's coming out soon, but then also right now the one that's featuring Tyoric just came out. Um, but yeah. next year we're getting it seems like a few more side stories, which are going to be like part yeah. of um, this phase one. So I I think that the overall High Republic run will probably be like one thing. Don't quote us on this, um, but it seems like they are doing a lot more side stories as well. That's true. I would say, if anything, the main run is going to be like. 2020 to 2022 when the high republic you know phase one ends and then they'll kick off phase two with another main run though i say that we know a lot about keeve trennis's like what keeve trennis is going to go through and like where she's going to end up and i don't think that's going to be resolved at the end of phase one so if we are to assume as the the rest of the question asks if we are to assume mm -hmm that Keeve Trennis' story is mainly going to be told in comics, which I think is true, Yeah. then I would probably say um, all the way through to Phase 3. I think that's probably a fair bet. Yeah. And then something unfortunate will probably happen. Yep. Definitely. Um, I guess just like to wrap up with Higher Republic chat right now, because these are the only questions we got about the Higher Republic. Um, I recently was able... Able? I recently was... Um, I don't know how to say this. I'm just so excited that I got Jamie to do it. interviewed Kevin Scott for Rebel Legion. Yeah, I, I got to interview Kevin Scott on behalf of the Rebel Legion for the Rebel Legion's Rebel Reads live stream event. So that is going to be up in October. Um, I'll link to it, obviously. Something just happened outside, but it's all good. Um, but yeah, I got to speak with Kevin. And one thing that he said that I will say quickly, um, one of his favorite moments of phase one was that an, an event that happens in Fallen Star is his favorite part so far of phase one. He couldn't tell me what it was because that book's not out yet. And Disney and Lucasfilm will be breathing down our necks if we revealed that. But I just wanted to say, just look forward to it. Okay. It's definitely, it's definitely Starlight Beacon going down, which is interesting because they do talk about Starlight Beacon in the 2020 Star Wars comics. In fact, I think there's like a whole thing called Operation Starlight where they name it after Starlight Beacon. And I don't. Think I think something spicier will happen. I think it's gonna be like what. disabled or something. I think that eventually we should have like another long chat about disabled. the higher public. Let's let's move on. 
let's move on. We'll do higher public chat another time because I really want to, but we got a lot more questions to get there. The leveler. I what do you pull on a toilet to flush it? <laughs> the lever. The lever. Coincidence? I think not. You you brought me off my train of thought. Oh yeah. I don't care about any of the cover reveals for any of the books and comics because I'm mostly an audiobook listener and the only books I buy are the out of print the cover um, reveals special matter. edition mm. special cool. cover editions. So those have not been revealed no. yet. No. They give you a vague idea. They don't really give you an idea. They're it's great. a bunch the of Jedi standing around those looking covers at something look great. on screen. I, well, it tells us what characters are going to be in it. We know that uh, the young adult novel. I just named, appreciate good Star Wars art, especially for Midnight Fire Horizon. Public. I mean, Midnight it's, Horizon. It's very, it's very has... rare we get to see pictures from the High Republic. So I'm very appreciative. Appreciative True. of. Although I have to admit, they're they're releasing a ton of art for it, way more than I was expecting. I mean, we know basically what every character looks like and stuff like that. I mean, they just revealed, they just released Tops. all the artwork for Out of the Shadows. Which was cards. exciting, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. Anyway, I was—I forget what we were going to say. Let's move on. Next question. <laughs> All right, High Republic. We'll chat about it at, at great length another yeah. time. Um, definitely on our radar. On the beacon, I don't whatever. Um, from Chad, what would your job be in a galaxy far, far away, excluding Jedi, Sith, bounty hunters, and pirates and/or marauders? Assuming um, I would want to be any of those things, geez Louise. And then also a second question: What would your dream Star Wars game be? So, what would your job be, guys, if you couldn't be one of the normal things? We all know what I'm saying. I've said it multiple times. Yeah. In history, a janitor. The uh, janitor. Yep. <laughs> janitor taking after janitor. Luke. I see. Okay. Yep. Hmm, uh, exactly. my my default is is always my default is always a a radio dj at the edge of the galaxy um i would i would kill to be the radio dj for a black spire i post vso 401.72 which is a totally canon thing um so probably not <laughs> that's a pretty good yeah go. that's cool. pretty good gig i'd probably yeah. say pod racer announcer that looks fun oh like yeah, yeah, i don't have two heads you could work for that radio station. There you go. You're the and, then you announcer, and then you can mop the, the floors. You can mop and the I floors. Clean the, I clean the floors. So we'll, and we'll Guys, open it up. Oh. It God, is radio you know all over clean. again. Janitor's I'm the manager. Clean. Matt's the sports team. I'm AJ's the, toilets, the janitor. And AJ's cleaning the toilets. <laughs> and I accidentally blow up the radio wow. station. Four for four. Four for four, guys. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're pulling it off. Um... Part two is uh, what would your dream Star Wars game be? Star Wars game. Ooh. That's another yeah, thing you... I've kind of answered before. Other than Lego Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> the Skywalker saga. That's the That's one. my dream but, game. No, but uh... Uh, Matt will like this one. A combination of Sea of Thieves and No Man's Sky, but it's Star Wars themed. I love it. That'd be great. You just be like forge your own adventure in the galaxy as your own canon character, inter- and you know, just exploring and meeting. Meeting cool stuff if you want, and yeah, I mean, really anything that's yeah, anything you want that'd be a lot of fun. That'd be a lot of fun. I I think that, uh, do you have an idea, Matt? Um, no, okay, I'll go first. Um, so I, as AJ was talking, I just just came up with this one ready. So I was looking at Lula behind me, right? And so I was like, you know, it'd be really fun 
if I just had some sort of like Stardew Valley or like Animal Crossing type game, but it was Star Wars based. And so you're just in like a village and you just you just do your duties. But it's just Star Wars. It's it's Stardew Valley, but but it, it but it's in Star Wars universe. And so you could make plushies as your little character. You could have your there farm. You go. you go into town, you do your little tasks and then you come back. And like, that's it. Just a little, little of your chill times. Farming. Yep. No, I, I like yep. that. That's a good idea. All right. And then mine... shows up and kills your wife. All right. Kills your no. wife and steals you. No. Steals you away. <laughs> Tries to find your daughter. Um, so for mine, I'd probably say um, a clone dating sim. Um, <laughs> I think that would probably be a blast to play. Uh, Each one with their own personalities and their own haircuts and tattoos and all that. Fantastic. Jazz. Where do they take you? What do you do? Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think that would like be it. a fun thing to do. You know what's nuts, um, Matt? Uh, there's been a actually I've seen mumblings of people actually making their own like indie game versions of this. So it's really mad. He's been listening. It is yeah, it's, it's really mad. <laughs> discovered. No, I'm just way too plugged into the whole like uh, clone fandom. I wanted to bring uh, up clone that first fandom. I was texting our, our good friend, <laughs> friend of the show, Ryan Mirelli. Ah, yes. And he, he also created uh, Power Trip. Power on Trip. Our YouTube. It's on our YouTube channel. Go yep. check it out. It's one of the best star wars stories of all time anyway uh <laughs> and we were talking about Gal uh tales of tales from galaxy's edge is that what the yeah. viewer so he's been playing that he got the oculus thing and that just had um, dlc come out for it i think recently yeah yep and i joke i joked with him and i was like what if they had like refresher simulator for star wars and you just go into the bathroom some and i, I shared the tweet with you guys apparently in the new update you can go someone said you can go into the, the refresher the bathroom and flush the toilet so we're back on that again <laughs> Five for five, five for five. Let's keep this train rolling. Let's. I go. didn't even mean this, to get it that far, but it did. This it, wasn't it just, even the fifth, happens. and you and you you just said it. Just, <laughs> you just wrote it there. Racking them up. Toilet toilet counts up to five. Let's go. Put a graphic on that screen. <laughs> ding, no. ding ding ding. <laughs> no, I I don't I don't think I will. That's fair. Nobody understands my genius here. Next up, what episodes would you want for a Star Wars What If show? Ooh. Do you want to hear my hot take? Star Wars, take? Star Wars doesn't need a What If show. That's mine. That's, my, that's my hot take, too. Wow. So it's a cold well, take. We'll, cold we'll cater to it. So, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll cater to it. Um, I'm a if, huge fan. Oh, oh, go ahead. I'm coming in. I'm coming in hot. What if those stormtroopers didn't flush the toilet? What if? And the Star Destroyer survives. Star Destroyer. Death Star. What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> no. What if? As you were saying, Jamie. Well, I have something totally different, but what if that was actually how they blew up the Death Star was just with the atomic flush? I thought we were over this. This is canon. We don't we can't That's deny canon. that it you can't prove it isn't. That's right. If they it could have been back the same time as in Luke's thing hitting. If they can go back and tell a story about IG-11 or IG-88 taking over the Death Star right before it blew up. We can go back and rewrite canon to say that the Stormtroopers blew the whole thing up because they all flushed the toilet at the same time. I love it. Bingo. Um, seriously, if I was to do what if, I would absolutely adore if there was a story of what if five survives and actually warned the Jedi Order and therefore Order 66 didn't happen. Um, that's... That's what I would like to see huh. in a what if. I like that if one. there ever was a what if. Yeah. That's it. So I guess 
my what if is um, what if Django wasn't a stupid idiot and used a Camino and Saber, Saber Dart to kill, um, what's her name? Zam Wessel. Uh, so the entirety of episode two and episode three is Palpatine going, something fishy's going on over there. You might want to check that out. You might want to go look at something weird going on in this area <laughs> of the galaxy. And then the Jedi are like, no, we're Damn, fine. Let's go do this. And he's point. like, I never thought of right that. Right there. Just just check something out right over there. And they're like, what was his actual nope. plan? What happens? What happens if, if they never discover the clones? How does that happen inorganically? Like he how must you... have, he must have had another plan for it to happen, like uh Yeah. Like what was he just show up on I mean, Coruscant. Palpatine is Look. contingency on contingency on contingency, and eventually maybe right. the Jedi get like an email from the Kaminoans being like, uh I've been thinking about this a lot, actually. Two hundred thousand clones here. This is Prince on Camino that's looking for a donation. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Kevin Owen Prince is looking for your support. Um, But really, I have been thinking about this a lot recently, which is kind of weird that like you you bring it up because if you think about it, uh, Obi Wan reports to Yoda hey, I'm on this planet where there's this army that the Jedi Order um, yeah. called for. And Mace Windu and Yoda are just like, huh, okay, y- sure. Yoda? Okay, y- yeah, Yoda. Yoda. Um, Yoda. And, and then the next time you see them, they're just on Geonosis, all the Jedi, but Yoda arrives with the clones. So that means at some point after, Yoda just straight up goes to Kamino yep. on yep. his own and is like, all right, y'all are coming with me. Like, what like, was that conversation? What was yeah. that conversation? Did Yoda go by himself? Did he bring anyone to help? Since Kamino isn't in the Jedi archive, um, does that mean that he had to bring someone with him so that way they could like download all their data and then like you know add it to like the Jedi archive, at least the, the data that they wanted to share with them, kind of thing? And it's I've been thinking about this a lot so hard to the fact I literally made an original character to fill in that gap. Um <laughs> think about this too. So <laughs> how funny it would be to see Yoda standing next to a Kamino and <laughs> Like, a little tiny guy, big, big, all, tall guy. All I and can like, imagine is like craning his neck like all the way up. You <laughs> can't see them. Or the Kamino would tall. bring their neck all the way down. Oh yeah, my God. Say, just like it'd be like one of those like down. how do you talk to short guy. people like things in the Kamino and just like holding Yoda like in <laughs> front of their face like a baby. <laughs> He's totally fine with it. He loves it. In fact, it's 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 a blast for him. It's like a roller coaster. Oh my God. So anyway, we already mentioned the toilets. My real what if would did we all give a real what if you guys have? I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did. I mean, because it's me, I guess I'd want like what if Ben Solo didn't flee to Snoke's arms, into Snoke's loving hat, loving arms. arms. Like, what if he <laughs> just stayed with Luke? I don't know. What? If, yeah. What if he not as exciting, him out, but then would just like stood there and was like, uh, I guess I'll wait till he wakes up. I'm sorry I knocked you out. <laughs> sorry, dude. It's just like you right, know, right. you would have sneak up on a guy sleeping, you know. You never know what'll happen. Of course he would have Luke definitely would have forgiven Ben and Ben would have forgiven Luke. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have. But Anyways, what if he did? What if he did? <laughs> all right, all right. Um I don't so when will my cat return from the Star War? Okay. Um I hope that they return soon. Um, what trilogy of eras would you like to live in? Prequel, original, or sequel? This was one of the ones I saw beforehand, actually. So, and I can't choose the in between eras. Nope, 
No. Must be one of those. Must be a trilogy. Oh, crap. Okay. So this is a tough one because you're either living during a war, under fasc- during, fascist During reign, a war. Or during another war. During, yeah. during a war. Yeah. You're, you're living during a Star War. Oh. As it were. <laughs> um, but which one? If you go with Clone Wars, I don't have to worry about being drafted, which is nice, because we're using slave soldiers. So, hmm, but we all know how the Clone Wars ends, and that's not fun. Right. If we live in the original trilogy, I'm probably one of those stormtroopers on the Death Star flushing the toilet, if I'm being honest. 100%. Six. 100%. Um, but you knew what you were they, doing. You're like, I'm ending this. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know what? Yeah. Jimmy. That's it. So I, I'd rather live in the OTR so that I could save the galaxy from the first Death Star by flushing the toilet at the same time as everybody else. Um, hmm. Yeah, I guess I'll leave that as my answer. Okay. That works. Okay. Yeah, um, I me? would Jamie? probably <laughs> I think I would pick the sequels um to live in because like it seems like at that point most places are like discovered at this point in time in the galaxy so there's like a lot of people in a lot of places it's not like you're like totally cut off from like everything um not like that really happens in like the original trilogy but like whatever uh <laughs> and then like I don't know I, I just don't want to like live in like the empire because i don't i wouldn't want to join the empire necessarily and like whatever and we all know how what happens to the jedi order and that's just not going to happen that just kind of seems like awful anyway the entire prequel era to live in a lot of a lot of pain let's just go with the sequels where there's i guess also a lot of pain the sequel era only lasts for a year though so that's yeah so it's only one year of my life you're just like oh man these stupid first order jerks are really ruining everything oh they're gone Okay, cool. oh, that's right. it. Oh, there they yeah, go. That's, that's normal. Holy crap. Right. You sure about that? <laughs> that's um, it. You know, holy like... crap. Did you guys hear that? Did you guys hear about the first order? That was nuts. <laughs> um, can I live during episode one? No. Yeah. I mean, yes, but then eventually that's going to lead into episode two, unless you're only planning on living 10 years. Be a little 10 year old. Dies after? That's, that's uh, during tra- the Boot to classic. Than, uh... Oh, no. Tragic accident. Wait, you um, died during the Boonti Eve classic? So if we're assuming that the prequel era begins with the beginning of episode one, then you've only lived for like two hours? Or I get eaten. That's how you want to go? You want to get eaten by a OPC killer? I was, I was, I'll choose... My real answer is the sequel trilogy because of everything Jamie said and uh, the fact it's only a one year of crap. We've now lived yeah. through like a year of crap with COVID. So how bad could the first order be? Yeah, Come on. You just you just stay inside and order in, guys. That's what we're doing. There you go. Yeah, piece of cake. Piece My of first stuff. order would be um Chipotle. This guy. First order. Wow. wow. Okay. So speaking of orders, um, what Star Wars character would open a coffee shop? Um, because you know yeah, you can order coffee that. in a coffee shop. Um, I wonder. I have a full scheme for this one. But I'll let you guys go first. Unless you want me to do my scheme. Okay. 
Go you do your do, do this game. I've thought about this question. This is so this is not my question, but I've thought about this a lot before. So which Star Wars character would open a coffee shop? The entire bad batch would open a coffee shop. That is their retirement program. Let me explain. Omega would be the cashier. Hunter would be the manager. Tech would work the window because he's really, really efficient, right? Um Crosser but would be really good at making lattes. Echo would run the bakery because you know he can change out all of his like attachment and whatnot. And Wrecker would also run the bakery, but also do like all the miscellaneous tasks and cleaning and toss around the beans. He thinks that he runs the bakery, but he actually doesn't because he's not in Bean charge catcher. of anything. Bean Anyone's go. played P uh, Club Penguin? Uh, so be that's a that is their task. retirement. Bean catcher is one of the games, and I can picture a uh, Wrecker catching them. Tossing and throwing the beans, and it's just great. Jamie it's gets great this stuff. like really big energy whenever she talks about the Bad Batch. I love and it's the like, Bad Batch. It's very interesting because, like, as much as you as much as you love like uh, the sequel era, like that's your favorite era. Yeah. But the but the bet when you talk about the Bad Batch, it's like it's like you've had twenty cups of coffee from this coffee shop from from the Bad Batch. Is that what it's going to be called? What is it going to be called? Like when Jamie uh, talks about like the Havoc Marauder or tech, it's like a million miles an hour. And we're all like, we're off and running. Like, um, that's true. Uh, oh, I, I think I, okay. So this is why I thought about it. There was a shirt on like hot topic or something or her universe. And it literally said bad batch co not like company or like anything, but it literally said bad batch co. And it was like tech's helmet. And I'm like, you know what? That's a coffee shop. The bad batch co <laughs> reminds me of there it a is. sticker at, Celebration 2019, uh, Boba's Beans Coffee Shop. Yeah, I have we that. Have it somewhere. Um, it's a patch or a sticker. I have it as a patch. It's on my thing over there, but that's going to take too long to get out. So anyway, who do you think would a coffee shop, guys? Um, R2. <laughs> <laughs> He's good at serving drinks. R2 I like that. Action. He, has, R he has the little like serving tray. He's done that. Yeah, he goes He's around. worked at Jabba's Palace. He's worked. Or should I say Jabba's Java sail barge? We know he has bar experience. Would 3PO assist him? Yeah. 3PO didn't assist him on the Jabba's sail barge. So I they wouldn't be in that. The shop would last two weeks and they wouldn't be good business partners and it would come to an end. <laughs> well. And then BB 8 would come help him out somehow. Okay. Okay. All right. So for mine, I'm going to go with Gascano. I think Gascano, the pod he racer, has, like... <laughs> he has all these arms. I think he would be the perfect one-man coffee shop kind of guy. Standing behind the counter, he's got one arm to write your name wrong on the coffee cup, one arm to operate the machine, another arm to give you the keys to the bathroom because he's a nice guy <laughs> and he allows non-customers to use his, his facilities and flush his the refresher. toilet, as it were um that's good you know one to operate the drive through window another one to like wave you know hello goodbye. how many arms does he have <laughs> i think he has six i think i just listed okay. six right we know we know having four arms makes you be able to run a, a nice diner yeah so. mm -hmm. two to six pull your pants up and then two to cook yep uh, yeah. so six <laughs> Make sure imagine you don't at the them. same time <laughs> imagine the the potential here okay think about this we can call it kafgano um Ooh. <laughs> We can do that. I think that's uh, exactly. These are fantastic choices. 
This is fantastic. Also, AJ, I just got to mention, because earlier you were like, oh, I always get like super excited, like talking about the Bad Batch and how you, you offhandedly mentioned the sequel trilogy is my favorite era. And it is. But I've always said the post Order 66 oh, yeah. era is my favorite era of Star Wars, which is very comfortably True. when the Bad Batch takes place. Yeah. So. And you're fittingly wearing a Ray. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm wearing a, a scavenger. Hat, so. And then the Bad Batch, so. You know, I go out of my way to wear a Star Wars yep. shirt every time, but it's never visible. Me too. <laughs> Custom wow. made in here. Star Wars everybody. shirt. Oh, that's great. See, that's that's way better. You want one of these, Matt? Like, it doesn't it doesn't get yeah. much more, like, blended than this. Anyway. Um, that's true. A that was a really good question, actually. Or Glula, Marauder, Marauder Box. Yeah. Anyway. Like the uh, next question. Code words. <laughs> yes. Uh, this question is from Ooh, Scotty. Scotty. At the Bombadcast, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, um, favorite moment from the Phantom Menace, and why? I can't, just, and I, also... I can't just say the movie. I can't. I have to pick a moment. I can't just say the whole oh, movie Matt, is a moment. We know your favorite moment, Matt. Come on. It, ha- it sort of has to do with toilets. Yeah, it does. <laughs> There's two moments I can think of off the top of my head. Both of them involve toilet humor. Both of them are equally as good. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna actually go for a tie here, unless one of you wants to say the other one. But no, you can do both. My favorite my favorite moment in the in the Phantom Menace is when they're walking through Mos Espa and R2 does a course correct to make sure that he rolls through the dung pile. Um, when he wasn't on a trajectory to roll through the dung pile, he my specifically goes out of his way to roll through the dung pile. Uh, look in the background when they're first walking into Mos Espa. Just watch R2; he's all over the place. But he makes sure to hit dead on that dung pile, uh, which is just absolutely just genius. And he rolls right through it. He doesn't care. Jar Jar steps in and he's like, ooh, gross, icky, icky goop. R2 doesn't care that he's yeah. rolling through it. He's, he's, he's cleaning these streets. And the second, second best moment in Phantom Menace is 100% when the EOP rips the wettest fattest fart in Jar Jar's face that I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> right in the middle of the best and that, song. And that's the short version. <laughs> there was yeah, a longer version. in the Phantom Menace. Yeah, I know. It's incredible. It's incredible. And then Jar Jar pinches his nose and says, P-Yusa. <laughs> Un- unfriggin' believable. Wow. I, I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. Um... And it's like every time I listen to that song, it's my favorite song in the Phantom Medicine. Every time I listen to that song, I get to the part where there's supposed to be a big, wet, ripping fart, and there's none, and I get disappointed. <laughs> the song is ruined, not because of the fart, but because of the lack of fart. Wow. Those are my two favorite moments. I'm interested, in Scotty, if you're listening to this, obviously you know about the fart, but I'm very interested if you know about R2 going through the poop. Because that's like a very hidden little thing in the background that we mm-hmm. found out about uh at our celebration watch through in Chicago. But yeah, uh, the fateful it. watch through. Qui Gon like, steps over minute. it, Jar Jar steps in it, R2 glides right through it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, keeping in the theme of R2, I just gotta, I guess, say, since you took all the good ones, Matt, I, I think that my favorite moment in the Phantom Menace is when we first like meet R2. And so like he goes out with all the other Astromechs like on the on the ship up the tube oh, and yeah. like he like scoots by like Jar Jar and like beeps at him and like pretty much just like yells at him point blank and then they go up and then they all all the droids get shot off the ship and then R two's the only one light and he's like ah, I'm in Hello, danger <laughs> and, but he's fine he's good like which also reminds me my other favorite moment 
um, when 3PO is talking with Anakin and Anakin is leaving, we have this this first person shot from 3PO's eyes and it just looks so crazy of like oh, him yeah. looking at the Anakin. That is that is my other favorite part that of the Phantom great, Menace, which is like kind of another like, underrated say, scene. I love the introduction of R2 when Panaka looks down at R2 and he reads his code. <laughs> Nowhere on R2 is, is that his written? name written on it. He looks down, he's like, oh, R2-D2. And it's like, R2-D2. what are you talking about, dude? R2-D2. Where are you seeing this? And also, the, the queen's decoy has the absolute gall to order the queen herself to clean the droid. It could have been any of the other handmaids. Yeah, you gotta sell it. But it yeah. has to be, it was like, Padme, you, you lowly wretch, go clean this, <laughs> go clean this droid. I'm having, I'm having a power trip right here on, on this throne 100 percent, just great mm. damn now i have to choose AJ, there are no moments left in this movie that you can even pick no that's mm. it that's it actually I mean, a really good one i mean like i love like just qui-gon on in mos espa yeah, with his with his poncho and, yeah and oh, it, with the poncho the poncho is such a look oh my god dude and in the phantom Menace video game that's also the best level in the game. That's totally separate. Uh, 100%. I, don't, I don't think he wears the poncho in the game. No, but oh, he no. rolls through dung worms in the game, and he could use a poncho. They Don't they try True. to sell him a poncho? I the think game? they might, yes. They try to sell him something. Yeah, huh. they sell him a poncho. They, they try, try to sell him a lot of things, to be honest. Stand yeah. back, because I'm slashing these prices. These prices. Oh, my God, guys. <laughs> if you haven't gotten the opportunity to play the Phantom Menace video game, play the Phantom Menace video game. Get yourself a PS4. And I love or Dual Fates, obviously. Well, yeah, uh, yeah it goes yeah. up. Yeah, that's an yeah, yeah, yeah. Maul, Maul pops in, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. but Maul ah, pops in, and, and EOP rips the wettest part ever. Fat, wet farts is where it's at. And okay, all of those, all of those F sounds are PHs because it's the Phantom Menace. They're farts. With a PH. There it is. If y'all were truly marauders in a galaxy far, far away, what would your tagline be for those that you've ran into? This is from the Wayfinder podcast. Okay. So, like, what would our what would our tagline be? Actually, I want to show this again. I picked this background on purpose because it's concept art from The Mandalorian, actually, and Sidon and Quiggles are just like there. So I just think that this is canon. This concept Mando's in the back. Yeah, Mando's in the back. He's covered up, but Mando encountered Sidon and Quiggled at some point. I think it's possible. But anyway, possible. um, I'm waiting for what would your ta- what would our tagline be if uh, for those who ran into us? Hmm. Well, we could make a toilet here. joke. I'm trying to give me a sec. <laughs> uh, please the- flush. Really? That's that's our that's, that's the that's the joke one. That's Please the joke flush. one. Are Please you flush. sure? Okay. Um, you've just been maraudered. Then they hand you a just card and flushed. it just says, "Please flush." <laughs> Please flush. No, that's good. That's that's acceptable. I think. Yeah. Like, um. God, what? Yeah, I don't even know. I guess. Uh, What's something that's like very us? I think please flush is pretty hey, us. Please watch flush. A movie? Hey, hey want to hey. watch a movie? I mean, that is very us. It's about as us as you can get. Yeah. Um, 
but are we t we're talking to so this is just like a catchphrase that we use for people we've encountered but not necessarily like our enemies or anything right or just no like, no but like oh, just like stanza <laughs> there you go but like marauders. marauders i honestly i like that okay i, 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 I like that i, I, I think you can go with that you non-scientific people I think that good that's good one, one thing that i always write i mean i organize our youtube channel this way of um when we oh, go on other people's podcasts, i have a tagline all... when i leave my twitch streams i say i'll see you on the hollow net there you go because it's perfect because we'll i see all of our friends on the internet there we go there you but go as, as you were saying jamie oh no i i like i'll see you on the hollow net. i was just gonna say i organize all of our stuff to be i'm um, under the tag marauders arrive because like that is the name of the song when Enfys nest first appears in um solo and it's kind of like her like theme song and whatnot and so like that's obviously at this point y'all know Enfys nest is one of the inspirations for hollow net marauders actually the other day aj was uh in a chat with someone else and they asked if um were named Marauders based on the Bad Batch's ship, which is the first time we've been asked that. And yeah. I'm like, no, around, we had the, the name first. And they then it just kind of happened. after us, actually. That <laughs> um, I like, um, I'll see you on the Holonet. I like that a lot. I like Let's go spot. with that. You know what we can that. do, AJ, with that? We can tell that to Kanja hey. Club. <laughs> That's a question? How are we supposed yeah. to answer it was, that? <laughs> it's from... Who's this uh, submission? <laughs> A semi-local YouTube star. So yeah, well, local semi-YouTube star. Yeah, yeah. Sem no, okay. So they're local, but they're a semi-YouTube star. They're not yes. a semi-local YouTube star. Okay. Viral yes. Patriots videos. Yes. Funny videos. Oh, okay. You've probably seen one, Matt. Anyways, most likely. Right. Who knows? Matt, Matt, Matt's weird, but that who knows? Uh, if Ray, Finn, and Poe got another trilogy, who or what would be the big Ooh, bad? Matt Miles. Or Matt Miles. Um. Matt and I have talked about this, and we we've talked sort of talked about this. I, we had something great, Matt, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, we did. Didn't you come up with, like, Captain Phasma? No, Which, you, you came I up with that. Warmed, no, no, I did not. Because I, I didn't. never, I'm, you did. Well, I no, sure I didn't. didn't. I think yes, I came up did. with, like, the, the, like, a new Nihil or something. Well, yeah, I mean, that would be the best. Oh, no, I did answer. come up with something. Pirates! I did come up with something. Uh, this might not have been our thing, but Thrawn doesn't die in the new Thrawn trilogy and he's still around post episode 9 I don't know we got like geriatric Thrawn or is he like did Old the chest Thrawn. like not like age like like a human and they take longer he used to don't, study don't art know. from other cultures but now he studies the inside of a vac tube <laughs> he's always there he's always pooping cause he's old okay is that? um, that's like eight. these are, these Where, are really, really, uh... you've done it for each of them we didn't um, for for Kanji Club, but that doesn't really count. So, I liked. Okay, so what I've always said is, if you're gonna make a post episode nine story, and it's not gonna be a Finn show, do the Siege of Coruscant and do the last stand of the First Order, Finn and Rey as Jedi barging in, Poe, you know, piloting another like giant Coruscanty battle above while they lead the Stormtrooper Rebellion on the ground. Um, and we were discussing like who would be the main person. Um, and all of the best first order personalities are dead. Except um Captain Kennedy and Captain Terex. Phasma. So it, they're all dead. Terex Terex is a great He's a great character person. from the Podamron comics. For the Podamron comics mentioned once in Resistance. Yep. Um True. but yeah, Terex 
would probably be my real answer, but I might also try to go a little controversial and say maybe Captain Phasma. I really like, like Cyborg Phasma. Cyborg Phasma. That'd be really cool. I really like Don't Kill Me. Don't Kill Me. I really like this one concept art piece from Duel of Fates in which they have okay. like a large execution stage with like right. resistance the, the members guillotine. like in like these electro guillotines and Captain Phasma on stage like like commissioning this execution and yeah I always liked I really liked the first order executioner um armor love that look love that idea you know um so yeah maybe like a cyborg phasma or a terex i would say leading the last remnants of the first order on coruscant um even though that kind of doesn't go with phasma's character considering she's not really in it for the actual order part of the first order she's in it for herself but whatever Hmm. you can figure that out later you can figure out our motivations later yeah I don't have any ideas on the top off the top of it's my tough. head right now. We thought about this a, a lot in the past. It's it's tough. Um, uh, the the big bad will be Sidon Ithano's long lost enemy, and he's going to have to work with the resistance in order to defeat this enemy. Bizarro Sidon. There you go. So it would be Idon. Idon Sidon Sidono. Wow, <laughs> that's almost the same. It doesn't really go. work. You can't really switch the mm-hmm. letters around. Idon Scythano just doesn't work. I don't there you Scythano. go. There you go. Beautiful. Uh, with Revid coming back into the fold, do you think that we'll ever see Kyle Katarn in canon? Signed anonymous. <clears throat> Ross and Nancy, who's Jack? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Gee. Uh, it, it's it's lo- yeah loosely coming back into the fold. Obviously, uh, this past week we got the news that Kotor will be re remade the remake um and so it's still wishy-washy what the full deal is going to be with it um but we'll see what happens and looking forward to it. very unhelpful telling us whether or not it's canon or not even though well whatever we'll see it's still pretty ambiguous so who knows um what and obviously things can change but uh kyle katarn coming back i i think that they could like slide him in in multiple different places but not at the extent of what he was in the games based on like what we know of him. Yeah. We yeah, will, I think definitely they could. If they were to introduce him, we wouldn't see him in Luke's new Jedi Academy. So it wouldn't be the same character at all because Luke's Jedi Academy, I mean, it could have had some adult Jedi in it. I would actually prefer that. But I don't know. It kind of seems weird that Kyle Katarn would just kind of like, you know, get blown up randomly like off screen. Um, so if they were to introduce him, he'd have to be like somewhere else. And then we get into the whole, like how many Jedi are running around at this time period, um, running around, running around doing the time. It's just the guy with a lightsaber and a lot of questions. Ahsoka, Ezra, who else? Who else? Um, Cal, Cal possibly. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch. Um, so I would say if they were to do it, it would be a totally different character and whether or not you want that. It's a different story. Yeah. Um, considering how big of a fan you are of Kyle Katarn, anonymous user, um, <laughs> would you want all of Kyle Katarn's traits to be totally different or the stuff that he's most iconic for? It might be tough. might be hard. I mean, if you want him to be in Ray's new Jedi Order, I guess that could work. And he could be like a new, Re- new Republic slash Resistance pilot who discovers his Force sensitivity and whatnot. Um, 
I guess I guess we could do that, you know, if you wanted to do that. Or you could have him I running around after I wouldn't. Luke's Jedi temple is destroyed and doing his own thing and then coming back. I would I just want the pilot, Kyle Katarn, I think. The, the, the badass pilot dude. I wouldn't want the Jedi side of it. Um, I know they that's a big part of it. In. Yeah, that's but... Like half of his character. I don't know. That'd be like, I, I only mean, want pilot Luke. I, w- I would only want it if... If like what you said, it's kind of post episode nine or something. Um, but I don't know. That could be tough. I don't. The answer was the question. Do you think it'll happen? But yeah, my answer is no. I also say no when I'm sorry, anonymous user. Um, <laughs> the same chance is well, Dash Rand, Dash Rendar is technically, technically it's te- it, that's like huge technicality, like um, source book stuff for like role playing games, and I think. Well, obviously, the Outrider appears in the A New Hope Special Edition, which are technically the canon versions of that movie. But they are. any any model YT, whatever it was, uh, doesn't have to be the Outrider. Guess what I saw anonymous user post on Facebook the other day in a thing about Kyle Katarn. Ooh, what do you say? I don't remember exactly what it was, but essentially, it wasn't good for uh, canon. Yep. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Well, we're Kyle just going to keep moving on. People say that Kanan is this the canon version of Kyle Katarn already. So I guess right. I can kind of see how there's some contention there between the two of them, some competition and whatnot. I think that it's possible that a person in the Star Wars universe can... Um, if, it's, if it's a time when the Jedi aren't around, I feel like it is possible that they... The Jedi are gone, obviously. It, the person grows up, spends their entire young adult life doing things that they can't quite explain because they don't know what it is, but people around them don't know it's the Force. Um, and they don't really realize they're Force-sensitive until much like later when they're an adult. Um, I think that that's highly possible. Like We have that in Finn. Right. So I mean, yeah. like I think that like that's like possible, and like I feel like they could work it in. Um, I don't think it'll be the same kind of character that we're expecting in Kyle Katarn, but I mean like I feel like it could happen and if it was going to happen I feel like it would happen in the resistance era instead because we have this there really wasn't Jedi training for the entire galaxy just like a very small number of people after the events of the original trilogy and then it goes from there yeah and he'll flush the toilet all right next question yes Next question. Uh, which of the original trilogy characters would you love as a mentor? Han, Luke, Leia, or Lando? Lando. Leia. Leia. Lando. Guys, Lando. What? It's a good choice. Might be my Lando, second choice. Lando takes Leia. me to the club, right? Gives me like a nice Your favorite tape. place. Yep. Well, if it's with Lando, yeah. I keep I my mustache, it. slick my hair back, wear cape, waltz in. Mm. And, and then next thing you know, there. you're the you're the master code breaker dude it's like uh it's like lando is taking me on this like pickup artist journey right and i'm just along for the ride that's exactly i love how none of us picked han or luke though so full disclosure pickup artists are no good don't listen to them at all (laughs) but if i'm ironically having fun here it's 100% Lando is my pickup artist uh, mentor. It's a hitch situation. It's hitch with Lando. This is what I think I, they knew you I, were having fun with all this when you, first of all, you brought up all the toilet references. And second, you chose the wet fart as your favorite moment. But anyways. Anyway, um, this one is from In a Galaxy podcast. Apparently, this is a running gag on their show. They mentioned this in the few tweets to follow this. But how do you pronounce this Claudite bounty hunter? I would like for you all to... How how do you pronounce this character? 
I already said their name earlier in the show, but um, I'm going to say it's uh, Zam Weaselton. <laughs> a little uh, Frozen reference for anybody who gets that. Zam Weasel. Because they keep, no, they keep calling him the Duke of Weaselton, but he's like, it's Wesselton. So he gets like angry. So I'm going to go. Yeah, I guess what? I'm going to say Zam Weasel. I know you haven't seen Frozen. Okay. I know you haven't seen Frozen. I don't care. Everybody Zam else Wessel. has. So everybody else will get my. I name. say Zam Wessel. It is. It's Zam oh. Wessel, not Zam Wessel. <laughs> what, 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 what are we, French? How do these guys pronounce it? Do they say? I'm not sure. I'm gonna we'll have to go out. back to their source material, but I'm I'm happy to add to their ongoing lore here of yep. people pronouncing it. <laughs> you have two Zam Wessels and one Zam Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what would your lightsaber hilt be made out of? Metal. Hazian smelt. Hazian excellent smelt. conductor. Excellent. That's what I conductor. chose in. That's what I chose in um, Isn't that Fallen dangerous, Order, though? Uh, no. Not necessarily. You can use it in Fallen Order. Um, let me see. What was I have the, a good second the, choice. What if you, you come up go. against like a Sith Lord and he's like... Psst, and Oops. it conducts all the electricity and shocks your hands off and you're done. Uh, you drop, you're like, ooh, that stings. And you drop your lightsaber <laughs> and then that's it. You're I think screwed. I would be screwed anyways, probably, if I didn't catch it on the blade. Like, Well, yeah. That's the only... You got to catch it there or you're done. That's true. This is true. I think I would pick the metal uh, dunium just because I really like to dunium. say it. <laughs> dunium. dunium. I don't remember what it looks like. I just like that one just always sticks in my head. There's Very one Star Wars medals. There's only one correct answer, by the way. But let's see if Matt gets it. It's, I'm not going to get it because I'm struggling here to think of one. So you can just drop that bomb now and I'll come up with something. Beskar. Oh, I was going to say Beskar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. Can't, yeah, can't, of course. Can't break. Well, can't, can't get but... slashed. That means I'd have to be like a Mandalorian. No Mandalorian's gonna let me borrow Beskar to make a lightsaber. First of all, you're just that cool. The Mandalorians hate. I am not Tarvisla, dude. I can't do this. I can't do that. Who do you think I am? I'm not the Great Uniter. Okay. Nobody's Did it ever say that. that we had to be a Jedi in the question? No. Uh, I guess no. no. It just said, yeah. "What would it your like lightsaber help be made out of?" Okay, that is Loden's lightsaber. First of all, so that was a Jedi's lightsaber. I you could him. steal the Beskar. Not, yeah, I guess Joe Schmo can't build a lightsaber. Not loading Great Storm, but um, Martian with the lightsaber. I miss him. Briefest time. About a year we got him. And then he was gone. I think he dropped we'll see it. it again. We're getting a whole comic series of it. I think that takes place before the Rising Storm because he has a yellow lightsaber and he loses I'm... it at the end. Exactly. Oh, it does take place before Rising Storm. We don't know Storm. what happens after. Yeah, what are you talking about? He says it. He's like, oops, I dropped it. Oopsies. It just falls Oopsies. and he flies away. It's gone. The lightsaber's gone. It's not coming back. Oh, gosh. We'll get to that. We'll talk about that off camera. Oh, but what is uh, crap? I was just listening to Aftermath today, and they talk about a specific metal in that book. Oh, man. I'm not remembering it. I'm not remembering what's it the, at what's all. What's the metal they make the Death Star out of that they're mining on, like, Ryloth? Oh, gosh. Eh, Levi. Wait, ah, whatever. En enter, insert Levi texting AJ next week about the answer. Cortosis. <laughs> Cortosis. Don't think that's it. Oh, that's your choice. Okay. That's my choice. Cortosis. Okay. Cortosis. Or I like it. Actually, you know what? I'm going with Frick. Because that's hey, its hey. name. I'm not even no. <laughs> there were before Babu Frick, there was a metal hey. that was resistant to Babu lightsaber Fish. strikes <laughs> called um Frick. And it was what the Magna Guard's staffs are made out of. Magna Guard. 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 
Next question. Uh, this isn't Star Wars related. Not a Star Wars question, but surely you guys have watched. Thoughts? Uh, so this is War of the Worlds, right? War of the Worlds 2005 yeah. is, and I'm not kidding, this is 100% me being totally serious. And ironic meter way down. Really good, for one thing, but also one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. And I'm 100% yeah. serious. As a horror connoisseur, I love horror movies. I love being scared. But there is something so incredibly real about War of the Worlds okay. 2005, which is I was gonna say, say. I was going to say, I hate scary movies. I love War of the Worlds. You love horror movies. How are you scared? But the fact it's like real. It's uh, too real. Makes sense. And it's no, I get that. It was made it in a time when post 9-11 hysteria was at its height and basically literally you have tom cruise going home and looking at himself in the mirror covered in human ashes that couldn't be yeah. any more direct yeah. to like there was like a 9-11 like analog right because so, it's exactly what people were going through at the time um i so don't know how familiar the two of you guys are with this but um one of my final like thesis papers i did in college was actually about apocalypse like cinema um and like from 2000 and 2001 on in which the, if you if you just look closely there is a huge uptick of apocalypse movies like pretty yeah. much from 1999 to like now because of everything like you know y2k and then 9-11 and then just the state of the world um Yay. a ton ton of them um yeah. but world of worlds was like one of like those really big ones um, I love this this movie though, and I I love apocalypse movies, which like is it's like a, it's a weird genre to like really be like into, but like um, I've always like f like really really liked War of the Worlds though because of like all the history surrounding it as well. So like from like the original radio broadcast and the HD Wells like short story and whatnot, and like it's just like it's just so interesting to me that like this is like something that is like such like a good movie. I have one qualm with this movie though, he is taking a journey from New York City. To Boston, it takes four ish five hours to get from New York to Boston. Yeah, this this journey he it takes him like weeks to get there, and yeah, obviously the world is ending. But they, they don't have a car hours. for most of it. They like walk most of it. Have you seen? The Just the idea come. that and they stay in come. Andy Dufresne's basement. I know that's that was the scariest part of the movie. Yeah, that's the scariest part of the movie. The scariest, oh, just the fact that we're all ants waiting to just go into a, a frazzled panic at the any sign of disaster, and we're willing to just re ready to turn on each other at a moment's notice and just go hog wild, and just completely abandon all sense. That's it's a terrifying notion. Uh, well, that's the world panic. does it really I mean, well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they it captures that post nine eleven hysteria and panic really, really well in a very dark and really depressing movie. 10 out of 10. It's a great really. movie. No, it really is. It's a great movie. It is, yeah. It's very dark, but it's great. Um, Literally and metaphorically. Probably my favorite Tom Cruise movie, I guess. But um, Other than the Mission Impossible. Other than the Mission Impossible? Those are great, yeah. Those Mission great. Impossible is so good. They are, especially the newer ones. But Yeah, right? Uh, Jamie already brought up it's in, takes the back end of it takes place in Boston. But mm -hmm. it's it's really cool. Like the, the last shot, it pans out and it's, it's decimated apocalypse Boston. And that's always, as Matt said, it's, it feels real. And that's, that's mm -hmm. our backyard. Then you so. should, you should love Godzilla King of the monsters where the final battle takes it. place in Boston. I don't like it. it is, I know it. you don't. Jane, I, I refuse to see it because I didn't want to see Boston get decimated. I'm serious. It's all night. It's all nighttime though. Boston. I don't remember seeing Dude, it. They, they gl Mothra glues King Ghidorah to the, to the John Hancock building. I, that's amazing. 
She like webs him to the John Hancock building. And then cool. I'm glad they chose Boston. Mm. Anyway. Next anyway, up. War of the Worlds, 10 out of 10. Very right. sad. Kind of really scary, but 10 out of 10 if awesome you're really movie. feeling it. Awesome, awesome movie. Very disturbing. Uh, next question. Back to Star Wars. Um, what upcoming Star Wars thing are you most looking forward to? Movie, game, so on? Rangers thing. of the New Republic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, if, if I hear if, if what I hear is true about Rangers of the New Republic, then Rangers of the New Republic. If it I, involves yeah. Hera and Cobb Vanth, two of my favorite Star Wars characters, I'm all in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but to choose something to choose something different, <laughs> Lego Star Wars, uh, Fallen Order two. <laughs> if that happens, um, well, I'm super looking forward to Fallen Order two. I was thinking about Fallen. I was on like a Fallen Order kick today. Fallen Order is such a clever game. They managed. Great. They managed to do something that Star Wars video games have struggled for, with for so long, and that is like do force usage well. Instead of like making it like a level up, like XP system where it's like, oh, you know, kill a, a thousand people and unlock another level of awesome force lightning. It's like literally like locking the force abilities behind trauma and yeah. having like Cal heal over the course of the game and gain his force abilities back that is like it's great and then having you experience clever. order 66 of that nature in which the clones are giving you high fives show as a you, child and <laughs> show you the trauma that that blocked his his force usage oh, that's just so unbelievably really clever and everything with seer and uh and the second sister slash what's her name what's her name trilla 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 son sideri siduri siduri I, I just awesome yeah so fallen order 2 would also be near the top of my list um 100 because those guys nailed it the first time let's do it again i would say um bad batch season two no i'm kidding but am i <laughs> uh i'm not uh no but actually i think at, at this moment in time i think that i'm most look, looking forward to kenobi which uh, a couple years ago, I would not have been as excited for it. Like, I love Obi-Wan. He consistently is one of my, like, all-time favorite characters. But, like, I was always just like, yeah, we don't need to, like, know this story. But, like, based on, like, murmurings I've been hearing and, like, whatnot, I'm, like, I'm feeling it. <laughs> I'm the, really the feeling it. The this show is so, so real. Like, yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. And I'm super excited for Mando season three. I feel like oh, that yeah. gets put on the back burner. Yeah. People do because it's an already existing show and they announced like 12 other shows and everybody's yeah. like, yeah, and Mando. I'm oh, interested really? to see where they'll go with it. Cause Me like, too. No, Grogu's gone for the time being. And it's going to be like a second yeah, stage of Mandalore, basically. I'm excited I'm for that. really excited for the Lego Halloween special, by the hey. way. Lego uh, like and we're going to get the Knights of Ren story. Like, oh, did it. very yes. excited. This is going to be a lot of fun. The Lego recently released a bunch of shorts, actually, that are um, Halloween-related, and there's a bunch that are about, like, Din Djarin and Grogu, like, Moff Gideon and a bunch of stormtroopers. There's one about the Bad Batch getting a bunch of pumpkins for this village, and then they Those leave and crosshair behind again. That, is it's it called so the Bad cute. Patch? The Ooh. Bad Patch? It's Should so be. cute. Like, oh, my God. Um, the, the best one, though, is Din Djarin and Grogu, in, in which, like, Dinjarin somehow like gets go, like a bucket of candy, it. and then like it's it's the most Dinjarin like ever. Like it is perfectly it's in character. Like it is ever. impeccable, perfectly in character, um, right. and perfectly in character for Grogu as well. So wonderful shorts, and I'm really looking forward to the Halloween special overall. But these are totally unrelated, but like their own little Halloween yeah. things. 
All right, I have one more question. One more question. Right, where is it? There it is. One more question. Which Star Wars ship would you want to live on for a year? Would it be the Ghost, Millennium Falcon, the Vessel, the Havoc Marauder, or another ship? And would you get along with your shipmates? From that guy, Garrick. Our, yeah. One of our besties from Twitter. There we go. So I don't know if it's you could leave and then like come back, like you know, like resupply and then like whatnot. But um, I would assume you're not just like stuck on the ship for a year. But maybe. Because hmm. my so I would go different. with. <laughs> I would go either one. A hundred percent. I'm going with the vessel. Hundred percent. The vessel crew. Ooh, they're fun. 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 Fun batch. They're, you that, can't. That, you that can't shut up is. that geode. Mm-mm. Geode. Dude, geo parties. Geode canonically parties. He goes so hard. It's so good. Like they talk about like him like going out. Yeah. They they talk about him going out to the clubs and stuff. It's great. But like, yeah, no, I mean, uh, why do I always forget his name? Leox. Leox Jossie is such a good, (laughs) he's such a good character. Like he's so good. They talk about him and Geode getting into all these kinds of like adventures and like things that they used to do when they were smuggling and running things. And obviously their real legitimate job is just cargo haulers. But they they talk about all these different adventures they go on. I want to be a part of those. I want to be a part of those, like a hundred percent. Um so a hundred like I'm with that. Affy Hollow is great. She's great. So all three of them, plus me, I think would be just an absolute blast, I think. Um we totally mm-hmm. broke the toilet streak, by the way. I know. It's a shame. Ah, War- had well, to have the us though. We couldn't, we couldn't. Yeah, it did. Does Geode use the refresher? Has to. All living things have to expel waste. Though but if you never see some... him consuming something, does he have waste? Well, of course he has to consume stuff. All living things consume things to, to maintain energy. Maybe he filter feeds like SpongeBob. <laughs> 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 Indoors. Jimmy, what ship are you living on? Okay, so the answer will vary. Um, I would honestly, if it was like I was stuck on it and we took barely any like breaks, it would be the ghost. Um, because I love like that little dysfunctional family, and they're all just so close, and it, it's it's a good time. Um, both during the show and then even after the show, because you know the crew would be different at that point in time. Uh, depending on like what time period, you'd have to live still. I feel like it would be Jason Sandula. Yeah, it'd be fine. Just staring he's at fine. you while you're sleeping. You're, he's you're fine. just chilling, and you look over, and he's just staring at you with his big soulless <laughs> eyes and his weird like, flapping hey, ears and green um, green hair. Oh my god. But yeah, I think that in general, though, would have would get along with like the majority of them and whatnot. I wouldn't have like any like issues with anybody. Maybe like Jason Sindula like staring, but I think that'd be like okay because then like and he'd like go do his business. Dedrick board, which is the most important thing. Each yep. good exactly. Ship has to have a um, board. the outrider. You know what ship doesn't? Ghost. Which one? Well, I don't know if it does or not. It has a creepy old woman on it though. Uh, the gaze electric. Oh. <laughs> well. Spoiler alert. Uh, maybe not. No, maybe not anymore. Anyway. Is that your choice, AJ? You want to do well, the gaze, gaze electric? Yeah. All right. That's cool. What's that's wrong with that? No, Two High cool Republic ship. ships. I love we it. We spend a lot of time on the gaze electric in Out of the Shadows. Um, yeah. And by a lot, I mean like 
a decent chunk of time. Uh, and they're, they're doing some pretty cool stuff. Um, My second choice would the Death Star have counted. So you could flush the toilets. So you could yeah. flush the toilet. So I could flush yeah. the toilets. I'll flush the toilets on the gaze electric. Uh, there you it, go. If it was temporary, I would have picked the Havoc Marauder, but um, we still don't have like a clear outline of what everything looks like in that ship. Um, that place so, is like, cramped. That, it's very cramped. Really and there, there are at least four men and a child living there already. And like, yeah. I would probably get along with them, but it wouldn't. Mm, too cramped. Too cramped. Too cramped. Too cramped. Um, too smelly. Too smelly. <laughs> Definitely too smelly. Wait. Oh, we get we get the crew with the ship. I guess so. Yeah, would you Maybe get along with crewmates? We'll see. Guys, what are we doing? Nobody picked the Mason Martinet. Side on Ithano's ship. Which nobody, is... nobody listening would know, and I have to describe Have it. we seen the... Inter... I picked the vessel. It's a big ship. How true. many people know the vessel? I picked the Gaze Electric. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, you guys both picked High Republic ships. The Gaze Electric is Martian Rose flagship, first of all, we, which could we've never seen. I could the, have picked the Night, the night Buzzard. buzzard. Cool, but it's so polluting. I would it feel guilty. Very. I'd feel guilty. <laughs> you um, feel guilty just talking about it. Yeah, right? Oh, God. So, so, so smoky. What are we doing, guys? <laughs> um, yeah, dude. The Maison Martinet might be a good idea. We don't know the interior of it, though, really. It's a former um, uh, civilian transport shuttle that you see in on Coruscant, if I remember correctly. It's a modified... Okay one of those but you Hang say on. that like it means something to me <laughs> you would know it if you saw the it interior N no however so. they have a crew of at least like five people five to six people and so it would be enough space for that so i would assume it's like about the same size as like the ghost or the falcon plus we do see it in the force awakens we don't see the inside but That's you do true. see a little bit of it in the force awakens hang right. around with kicks i could hang around with uh rabbits the razor crest would be good too the razor crest. No, the razor crest is. Not, Speaking of little children staring at you when you sleep. Year. I know. Hanging above you in a razor little, crest basket, would be okay. little fruit basket. It has a bathroom on it. We know that for a fact. It has a bathroom with no door. If you're the only one on there, who cares? The child will be looking oh, at you. <laughs> Once again, in the air, if we get the crew with us or not. Okay. We make the rules. We can say yes or no to this. Razor Crest. Uh, Razor no. Crest. If you get the if you get the crew. Gaze no, if you don't get the you crew. Don't. You don't get. You the want crew. the Gaze Electric crew. I don't want crew the crew on either. I want just me. You can't make that. You can't make that just call, dude. You gotta pick one of the okay. other. Okay, that's fair. All right, I have the Nihil. I don't want to be. You heard my Martian impression. <laughs> was that okay. the last question? That was the last question. That was oh, the really? last question. Holy moly! That was now it. It's time for Wait. the question of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, got any last thoughts guys on, on what's words? just getting uh the vermilion what's that hold on here hold is on. oh here, here is yacht from war of the bounty hunters and that has the best bathroom in the galaxy on it yes it does it, it was does. Huge. It had a little row like so there we go final answer and mirrors and stalls i mean that was like a final answer regis bathroom on that place. So that's what, like 10 bathroom references in how many questions? 17? That's not right. We've definitely done more than 10. I think it was more than that. 14. We'll retroactively look back at this and do a full report. Yep, put anyway, a on the screen. If you don't, I'm going to be mad. Um, 
I don't think we'll, we will, but we'll see what happens. So sorry. Um, yeah. So thank you so much for listening to the Holland Up Marauders podcast. Thank you to everyone who sent us in questions and uh, engaged with us in this yeah, Q&A episode. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. We had a lot of fun answering all of them. You literally did all the legwork for us this week in prepping the episode. So well, don't tell them so that. Thank don't you so like much. Well, nah, well, we really wanted to do a QA ep- Q&A episode. So I'm glad that like it actually like happened really well and thank you guys so much for actually sending in questions um you can find us on social media at holland up marauders uh, which is pretty much everywhere on twitter it's just at holland up marauder so on aj screen over there that is the twitter username and yeah we'll be back soon with more content for the holland up marauders podcast and stay tuned to our channel we'll see you on the holland at